This is Ali and Ruth. A raw and honest podcast about life, health and fitness. We're going to get straight in with our hot topic today, which is, I'm sure it's going to cover off so many different things as we go through. It's pre and post show as a first time competitor. So um, the reason for our hot topic today is because me and Ruth are, well, were, I should say, were. first time competitors. Um, there's so much around bodybuilding itself, and we think there isn't enough out there for people like, well, I should say, sorry, like the past, like ourselves in the past, uh, competing for the first time. And what your expectations are for competing the first time, what it is that you need to know about starting, even think of competing, mm. um, and how long it will take to prep for a competition, um, but, and finances, how do you find a coach? Um, and why do you want to compete? Yeah, which is the biggest question that yeah. our clients ask us. I think even also that some of our family probably don't yeah. understand. So there's quite raw emotions in that sense. And um, obviously as a first-time competitor, all of that's really new. <laughs> why, did you, why did you want to compete? Why did I want to compete? Um, so I saw my boyfriend do it a few years before. I'm quite a competitive person. And I, when I saw these girls on stage, I thought, I really want to do this one day. I wasn't so keen at first to do it straight away. I think you kind of know when you're ready. So for me, it was just a personal goal to achieve something that I never thought could be imaginable. Mm. Um, and also as a personal trainer, just kind of pushing yourself to the limits. Because you kind of get to a point where you feel like you've done, not done everything, but you could do more. Yeah. And it's understanding what your limits were. So for me, it was, yeah, I suppose a combination of personal goals and and limits and again sorry third point was performing and fitness combined which for me is a was quite a big thing yeah yeah so I love you? that I what love that um I always been into fitness ever since I was young and um I was I've been working as a personal trainer now for four years and I've been meeting people in the industry who was doing bodybuilding and they came with a suggestion that Oh, Ruth, you should do bodybuilding. I think this mm. would really, really be something for you. And I didn't know much about it. And it wasn't until lockdown when COVID was going on. Um, I felt to myself, I want a challenge. I mm -hmm. wanted to do something. And um, I've always been very athletic. I always played a lot of team sports. And like you, I wanted a personal goal for myself. And I thought to myself maybe I should try bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. So I called up the coach that I had at that time and he was like, yes, Ruth, let's go for it. Mm. I support you fully in this. I already thought about that even. And um, I just died straight into it without knowing anything, without doing any research whatsoever because yeah, I thought to myself, I can do this. Why not? Mm -hmm. um, and... I learned on the way that I wish I would have done more research before yeah, I started. And that is things, one of the things we want to talk about today, really. Like, what is the expectations behind bodybuilding? Mm. Um, and what should you research? And what should you research? What's <laughs> important to know there? What, so, what do you need? Like, what, what was your biggest lesson? Yeah, I mean, funny enough, I was just about to ask you that. I was about to say, when did you kind of have that moment of... Oh gosh, Realization. I didn't know that. Like what? Because I know what on I know earth what am I doing? Mine yeah. was when it came to the expenses. Yeah, I think I nearly had a heart attack. Yeah, um, it's when I kind of you know was kind of already a few months into not a few months yeah two months into prep or so, mm -hmm. and kind of be the girls kind of talk about oh have you put this have you put that, 
And I was like, I don't know, like, what do you mean if I booked anything? I don't know what to do. So what is it actually uh, you need? Then we can talk about it. What is it actually you need for entering a competition in the first place? Even not just um, entering the competition, the preparation. How mm. much does it actually cost you to prep for a comp and to enter a comp? <laughs> I think prep comes down to food, right? Yeah. Like food, regardless, even if you're... Uh, cutting or your, you know, bulking, you have, you've got to pay because you want to, even if you're clean eating, it's like the prawns, for example. Mm. Prawns are not cheap, so it's Expensive. like, you're paying so much for prawns. Oh, the prawn diet. And then when you're bulking, you're paying so much for the rice or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, rice isn't that expensive, but you know what I'm saying. It's, so, a, lot, it's a lot of food. Yeah, so I think um, in, in terms of like the prep for that, it's, it's food, yeah. right? Because um, that plays a massive part. Yeah. And supplements too supplements because if you need to buy I don't know your iron supplements or even omega threes, vitamin C, eventually you know, you pay buy in bulk and it does all add up. Um so in terms of prep for that, that for me that I'd say those are probably two things. Obviously when it comes to the actual show itself, that's when you get down to like your bikini is probably like one of the biggest biggest, biggest expenses. Well yeah. that comes along but for me was, that's I that's what would you say. I mean I'd say it's food mm. and and supplements. And supplements. And I think this can lead us to uh, the topics maybe. What, what is it that you need for a competition? And then we can kind of calculate the finances or you can get a better idea how much it's going to cost you. Yeah. And then that's definitely going to lead us into the kind of emotions and stuff that come Yes. <laughs> so but, uh, yeah, maybe you... I think you should ask, also ask yourself, why do you want to compete? Mm-hmm, that's um, why, why you... Why are you getting into this? Because then you can also choose what competition you should enter. Because like that's where the research like, definitely comes in. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have to do your research first and ask many people, ask around, um, and um, check online as well. Mm. Um, see what suits follow best for your pages, goals. Yeah. Afterwards, after following lots of Instagram pages from the competitions and seeing the type of. Um, uh, categories there were the type mm. of let's uh, just say physiques for each category and what you feel like you'd be best suited for and obviously where that kind of comes into when you have a coach you've kind of been advised into which category would suit you yeah. but if you have a bit of an idea and kind of what you want to achieve from the comp as well itself it makes it a bit easier to know what you're kind of trying to achieve absolutely and then you can calculate the amount of time it's going to take you to prep for the comp yes Yes, exactly. That that can be various. Like, and where are you now? And I think that's really important then to choose a coach who can help you to guide that way. Even when it comes to coach, choose wisely. Take your time to do your research. Like, speak to um, other athletes. Speak to yeah. other athletes, um, and and see who is best suitable for the goals I have, and not just that um, that you have a good uh, connection with. Because mm. when you're going through prep. You're gonna go through a lot of emotions. It's gonna be, Definitely. it's gonna be a roller coaster of things, especially when you're entering your first comp. You don't know what you are stepping into, so it will be a lot <laughs> of questions. And you need a good support there from a coach, not just family, but from a coach mm-hmm. who can have your, who has your best interest. Yeah. So first of all, ask yourself why do you want to do this. Um, write down your expectations. 
and then look for a good coach. Yes. I would say, would you agree? Uh, those are yeah, the two first things to look into. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're going to need a coach first of all. Yeah. Because sure. then the coach will know, know better how me. much it's going to cost you to even do this show <laughs> because it's expensive. Yes. Oh <laughs> Especially yes. if you want to keep it as a hobby. Yeah, it is definitely. I just want to kind of go back to the, uh, you saying like choosing the right coach because obviously when you said they give you the support. Yeah. Because um, I think that kind of for me goes to the point of um, like emotions and people not understanding what you're going through and your support group uh because you know your coach generally is somebody who's either experienced it themselves or had you know well yeah you, most of the time it is but obviously has um an understanding of what i'm trying to say because not your friends and family might not always understand why you're doing this because no, it's through. extreme yeah it's really it really extreme. extreme so um I think having a coach, someone that can be like, you know, it's okay, like, although, because you lose weight quite drastically, for example, mm. right before you get on stage, the weight goes, drops down, 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 down. For someone to say, it's okay, like, obviously, yes, this is not healthy, remember mm. that, but this is okay for the comp, to what you're achieving, you're on track, you know. For example, I think having that support is really mm. very, very important because as a person competitor, you kind of freak a bit in some ways. Because you're like, oh my gosh, I've never experienced this, what is happening to me? Um, and for me it was like I've got this far I can't go back now <laughs> it's, it's no turning back and yeah. well the thing is putting your body through such physical stress is really demanding um, you are under a big def- a calorie deficit for yeah. a long time you're restricting yourself from enjoying maybe the normal food you would have to mm. going out with friends family training uh, sometimes multiplying a day while you might ha- have a full-time job at the same time. Yes. That is not just physically demanding, but it's going to also really um, affect your your mind. Mm-hmm. And you need someone who can really support you, like you said earlier, and like um, who has gone through this before with other athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... I personally can say when I went through my first prep, I had no idea what I was expecting. Yeah, me like, too. and no you can idea. feel different from day to day. With some days, you might be on a high of, of, of a high energy, and the next day you're just dropping. Yes, definitely. Now, when I go back to the um, like expenses, if you go back to kind of like the pre-show, and then we can touch on like post-show afterwards. Yeah. What would you say is like was your biggest expense? Um, you asked me obviously about the prep. For big expense, what would you say was your bigger biggest expense for the show then? Because Surprisingly, my like, hair, but also uh-huh. also the bikini and my hair because I have a hair extensions. I paid seven hundred quid for my hair extensions. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds wild. It doesn't have to be that expensive. You I can freaked buy out when you got your hair done. I was like, um, oh my gosh, I can't afford seven hundred pounds for my hair. <laughs> I remember being like, I literally, you know, I had a heart attack because it was like you were paying that for the hair, and then I heard about the prices of the bikinis, and I was like. Oh yes, yeah, so I literally was like, I can't compete. I said, I can't yeah. do this because I couldn't afford it. I have to say, you can get away way cheaper than what I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, my a friend of mine did my hair. She's a phenomenal hairdresser. Shout out Vicky um, with Great Length UK. Um, that was not uh, advert, but the thing is I'm putting this hair in I'm taking it out as well so this hair is not just one time yeah. I can use this hair for the rest of my life so yes it's expensive but uh, it was also investment so I'm going to use this hair next time I compete yes. and the next time yeah, and next time next time because it's such a good quality of <laughs> yeah. hair um, was I didn't and, do um, to mine just no 
because you have long hair, so you don't necessarily. We have to say that you don't necessarily need hair extensions either. Um, But but I wanted to say the reason because again I didn't know this either. So again, for anyone who's a personal competitor, I was like. I have to have hair extensions. I thought it was the thing, like, to get on stage <laughs> yeah. as part of it. I did, yeah. because everyone was getting done, you was, yes. uh, you know, uh, the other girls on the team were. So I was like, I have to get hair extensions. It's just part of the look to get on stage. And then it's only until we did the, we, so we did a posing seminar together as well, until we did that, and I asked a question at the end. I said, do I have to have hair extensions? I said, that sounds silly. Mm-hmm. But do I? I said, no, you don't. And then they said to me the reason why is because, um, you don't want your back to be a distraction most of the time if you've got mm. quite um, 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 a muscular back and you don't want to be too much of a distraction from the glutes but at the same time you don't want your hair to cover your glutes so you've got to make sure that it's at a good length right um, so yeah obviously you panic over balance. but I was yeah in my head I thought so again I think that's a good point I thought you had to have hair extensions yeah. so I didn't know <laughs> I think that is a good point to, a great point to put out there because it, it's if you already have long fabulous hair like Alia you you don't have to invest in hair extensions yes um, unless you obviously want and to um my I want to say my second biggest expense was my bikini mm-hmm. I paid 550 now again you don't have to pay that much I bought a fabulous very uh, nice. beautiful Swarovski bikini um, which I can use multiply times um but you can also rent so, yes, it is what I did. And there saved are plenty me. of options. Yeah, because and again, I have yeah. to say though, if you're a first-time competitor, I suggest you rent mm-hmm, and too. not buy as I did. Why? Is because you have never had feedback from um, uh, a judge before, and it's great to receive a feedback before you know what. If you know, also if, do you know? you like to compete you might not even want to compete again Mm. and also what is the direction you need to take because one of my feedbacks was actually that i should go for a different color yes and i love my i love it i love it but obviously i do you know i love that i might be able to use it in the future or sell it but i think as a first time competitor rent a bikini don't buy a bikini yeah Yeah, i i went to mine yeah again because i couldn't afford uh, to buy, which I would have loved to, but I rented and I was so happy as well. Um, and yeah, same similar things mm. I say because now, obviously, for me, I want to go for a different category anyway. So I think that's the thing after a show, you don't know how you're going to feel. No. If you want to change category, if it didn't suit you or your body's going to change anyway. So um, you, it's, it's a good idea, I think, to rent. So for, Absolutely. I, I agree for that. And, and that's one of the biggest learnings I can take with me from there. But however, though, I do, I have to say, I love my bikini. I love this mm. this style of it. So I will always carry on uh, using the same style yes. on the bikini. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to use this one again um, at some point. I will. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a gorgeous bikini. So I don't regret it. But I think it all comes down to what your budget is. Like I had a budget for this. Um, and I wanted to invest in it. If you have a... a lower budget well then that's that's okay obviously mm. there are cheaper ways to, to yeah there are go, ways. go about this and i think that's why it's great that we have both experiences here mm-hmm. <laughs> and we can yes. give you both but um also one other thing i want to touch base on is hair and makeup yeah it's one other thing i found mm. also as a first time competitor it was like i'll oh, just go book your makeup and hair and i was like 
what do you mean? Like, mm. what, again, I was like, I don't understand. What do you mean I book my own hair and makeup? I've never done that before. I never had to reach out to any artist or yet alone know how to find someone. Yeah. So one thing, obviously, you probably found the same as compact women, um, or compact in general because they've got stuff for men as well. They, um, their website is just incredible, especially for a first-time competitor because on their website as well, they also had, it's for all competitors, generally not just mm. first, but for me, all the information, all the articles, everything. And they had like a list of kind of artists you can reach out to. But um, you have to reach out to them early because mm. they get booked up. And for me, that just... I'll be honest, kind of baffles me because I don't know back in March that I need to book my hair for that particular day because I don't know if it's going to be ready or not. No. And then you always say I'll book in advance, but and some I shows... don't know. And you change, you might not be ready. So I'm not going to pay £200 to enter if I'm not going to be ready and book and then prepay for the makeup. Absolutely. So again, that's one thing for me that I found quite hard. Yeah. Obviously, I had you and we were very lucky to find a connection through you to do it together, which was amazing. So I recommend if you can make friends and you can either find somebody together to split like we did. Otherwise, it's uh, you have to do quite a lot of messaging, finding your own artist. So that, that is a little bit difficult. But the more you message, because I ended up messaging like five or six different ones that were kind of on the site, all of them, they kind of communicate with each other. So if there's a cancellation, it was very, it was very nice of them to be like, oh, hey, oh, this person's got a cancellation, or they reach back out to you. So, you know, it's just a case you have to be quite active. So you have to be ready to be active, because I found that hard as well. That's a, that's a really big and important one, I think. And you can actually look into the federation you're choosing because some of them offer on the website hair and makeup artists. Yes. Uh, but it's not every federation that's doing it. So, again, it comes down to doing your research. Mm -hmm. Really do your research with everything. So um, and just calculate there, like, what is it going to cost me? The hair, the makeup, entering the competition. So, what... Yeah. How long before do you need to enter a competition and how much does it cost? Because oh, yeah, obviously that's different uh, as well from what we, federation is. Yeah, because I think, yes, that's very true because I know, for, for example, PCA was like booked up when I was looking to do one of their comps. They have a set amount of entries. But Two Bros was just open. It's just open. So we both entered... I did about three weeks before. I did, did two, about weeks, two, weeks before, two weeks before. And that was because... Um, Again, as first-line competitor, well, for me, it was as a first-line competitor with my coach. It was, shall we literally, I mean, although you've gone through all this crazy stuff, shall we wait to see if I can enter? So it was like, okay, will I be ready in three weeks? Okay, we're going to be ready, let's enter. Yeah. So it was that kind of reassurance. And that's kind of what it comes down to, a communication between you and your coach, because that's why the same, the coach I had at that point, we... We were talking about, I wasn't ready for the comp that I was meant to do. And it's really expensive to enter a comp. And yeah. I'm sure maybe we could afford me to the next one. But I had a few hiccups along the way, which can happen in prep as well. Um, and I had to delay the, the comp day. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it was good to wait yeah. because you don't know what's going to happen down the line. I recommend to not book your comp six months before. Yeah, maybe exactly. maybe three four, uh, three, four weeks before yeah, will be good. okay. Yeah. Um, when you when you know I'm yes. going to be ready because yeah. it's it's good to to try to be ahead as well to be ready before so you entering the comp and yeah. feeling more relaxed once you get there and then. They all have different uh, prices to enter, different yes. fees. But one thing actually, categories. I think, I think we need to uh, talk about actually, which is probably the biggest thing, is yeah. posing. 
posing. Yeah, yeah for, because, for sure. Like you said, when we were talking about this previously, it was like, when do you start? Well, I suppose with this again, it's like, when do you start? Well, how do you know when to prep? Mm. When do you start posing? I mean, for me, it's day one. Yeah, I was just about to say, you start posting when you start training. Definitely. It is as important as building your physique. And one, when you are training in the, in the gym, you're training for the physique you want on stage. Mm-hmm. You are practicing your posing already in the gym. So you're thinking yes, about, it, let's say, what, what is it that I want to highlight and show? What, do I, what are the criteria? to enter a comp yes, and what are the criteria between all the different categories then what you're going for and that's what you want to practice with yes. with your posing and with your training yes i would always kind of do it well you sometimes or when we would it would be after training because usually mm. you've kind of got a bit of a pump already whatever, yeah. from, from your glutes or from the shoulders or so you know posing you feel Good, because, which is perfect time to do as well because yeah. you will see. Oh, this is how we look. Yes, pants. yes, because um, especially as you get closer to your stage date, you do um, lose energy mm. and you feel like your posing looks really bad, and it probably it doesn't look as good as it will for stage because you're you know very low in calories and energy before you start carving up. So, you know, but if you have that reassurance, because for me it was I've done this before. I know I look okay doing this but right now I don't <laughs> but uh, so yeah but obviously from all that practice and hard work when it comes to those moments when it's difficult mm. it's kind of like it's okay I can still do this you know because you practiced so much absolutely and you need to start that straight away I kind of ne- neglected that myself mm. because I felt a bit self-conscious there um, and I didn't really know what to do and that is my I have to say here that it's so important to get someone experienced to help you. Yeah. And that also yeah, go that into that also lot. go into the finances. Yes. Or do I need a posing coach or not? Yes. Yeah. You need someone to teach you posing. Yeah. You can't just See look on online because or on YouTube. You can a little bit, but I would say get a, someone who's experienced, who's done it before, Definitely. who has the eyes, who knows what they're looking for, whether it's your coach or whether it's somewhat specific outside mm-hmm. posting coach so that would go into the finances as well do you have to calculate on posting exactly. coach plus your coach to do your nutrition and yes. your diet or and nutrition and your training yes now um i spoke a lot about pre-show i kind of want to touch uh on the topic of post-show yes because <laughs> that was an experience i would just have to say yeah from, from food to emotions, to obviously putting, obviously see the scales go up. So, yeah, I suppose it's, uh, well, how's your experience been, Ruth, probably? Let's let's start with um, with food. How's your experience been with food? Uh, with food. Um, like, what, what, what do you Again here, you, you, you don't really know what to expect or how you will feel. And this comes down again, you need a good support network, yeah. you, whether it's from your coach, um, people around you, maybe even let your friends and family know what to go through and how to support you there. Because I wish I would have told someone. Um, because once you go into prep, you're going to be on a low calories. Um, you will be training a lot. Mm. So your your body is going to be depleted on sugar. And there comes the cravings. How many cookies we actually ordered together? Oh, I paid. Did not make this mistake. <laughs> this goes into your finances as well. Um, <laughs> put down eighty quid for just cookies. No, I swear, oh eighty gosh, quid for cookies. Which we both went crazy. Yeah, we both went crazy there. 
Um, but once you're coming post-show, it's important to have a plan because the plan is going to give you a direction. Um, yes, you need your treats. Have some treats, but you still need a plan mm-hmm. to not fall off-board completely. I kind of went to be crazy there because also I, I wasn't feeling my very best emotionally. A lot of different things mm. can, can have an effect on this, whatever, if you have, whatever is going on in your mm. life. Um, and um, for me, I, I started to binge mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop myself because it's not, you can't control it God, because yeah. you are, your body is just crave, just craving, craving the sugar. I'm not saying, I'm not saying white sugar here. I'm saying like glucose is craving mm-hmm. what is missing in the body. Yeah. So I went mad. Yeah. I was binging on everything, even though I felt sick. I didn't even enjoy it. Same. I was having, I was, I was having things that I normally I never would have. Never I, I stocked up my cupboard with Twix bars, like even <laughs> yeah. Twix bars. I had a Twix in I, would, I would never have a Twix. I had a Twix <laughs> when I was like 16 years old, maybe. I know, um, but that's why I think it's, again, it's a first-time competitor because obviously I experienced the exact same thing. Yeah. Because, um, also for me, I've never really been a crazy sweets person generally. Like I like it, but. I would never go crazy, and I had a whole week. Same with you. I felt sick every day, but I just kept eating because I I always like had to get out of my system to eat all the things that I couldn't eat while I was on prep. Yeah. And I think especially as because we both had this conversation already as well. We've both said because we both were like, oh my gosh, when we do this again, we both um, are not going to make a mistake of having to feel like we have to eat everything because we don't. But as a first time competitor. I think it's very it's very normal, but also it's, it's a shock to the system and to the body. So I think some advice there is to, what we did, we have a list of foods, but to kind of just go slow. Yeah. <laughs> because like, cause you will have to get out of your system. I think that's normal, right? Because every you, you do, you have to get your system, but you don't have to do everything literally in like five days or that second day you're off prep. Because I definitely, I mean, we met for pizza. You like got too much. You got, well, I mean, I like, had three, uh, three, three weeks of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like now, but now we know because now we're gonna we both plan to do this again when we come off. We know it's okay. Like I know, I'm sure we're gonna go a bit crazy again, but to be, it's okay to take it slow, yeah. right? Because we were both, yeah. So um, I, I would say that. Sorry to interrupt, but no. the biggest lesson taking out from that was to not stock up at home because it's actually <laughs> yes. there oh my is, gosh, yeah, it it's is so difficult to control yourself. You might think I'm going to be able to control myself. No, I can take it yeah. slow, but no, you can't. Instead, book a restaurant with, with your yes. nearest and dearest. Go out for that cake. Don't buy Good shit buying, online. Yeah. Don't buy, go to the off-license for Twix bars. Uh, I spent stupid money on one of those American candy stores because I was with, oh, I was yeah. with you uh, um, and our friend uh, Beatrice after the posing seminar. And we went to that shop and I, my eyes went crazy because we couldn't eat anything. So I was like, when I'm for my show, I'm going to come here and buy everything because... Uh, I can't eat it now. So I went to the shop, spent stupid money on stuff that ended up being really just quite bad. But I still ate it because it was there and I wanted yeah. to eat the stuff that I couldn't eat before. And you thought, now I can. Just, oh, now I would not eat it. Would you so, Would you ever have bought that before the car? No, no. Or it's just because you felt like, ooh. Yeah, it was just because of that. Yeah. So I wouldn't have. I would so, not have bothered. Because that's the thing about, you know, any diet you go on, like literally your... You can it can change with the hormone balance. Like yes. uh, you, you know, you have leptin, ghrelin in the body that is controlling your your hunger and satiety. And when that gets a bit 
unbalanced, that's when the cravings kicks mm. in. And you, you literally have big eyes yeah. for everything. <laughs> for everything. You think that, oh, I might have that later on. I might have that later on. But like we said, instead, don't stock up anything at home. Mm-hmm. Literally, you can buy it off the comp if you want. <laughs> you don't have to buy it eight weeks before I know, I know we were just going crazy weren't we I think that um, also kind of makes me want to talk about like how again it's a support because I think going through all these emotions all these new things yeah um, I can as somebody myself who's never really had a, a problem with food uh, generally I've always been just quite healthy have a weight up my weight down you know um, but one thing I've realised as someone who's then went into a sudden mm. like binge is um Oh, it's um, it's how easy it is to fall into um, you know, bad eating habits yes. or a bad mental states or some kind of eating disorder because um, you can quite easily be like, no, I'm just gonna eat, 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 or quite equally be the other way and be very cautious because again, I met some of the other girls who we can, did compete with, and they said, oh, no, no, I haven't had anything yet, I'm still being really careful. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've eaten so, I've gone the other way. I've eaten so much yeah. stuff, and I've not been afraid, but some people are. So I can see how easy it is, although, like I said, it's such a great sport, you do really need to make sure, especially as a first-timer, I think, knowing the, the highs, the lows, the goods, the bads, and making sure you've got a coach that's still supporting you afterwards, because it's very easy, I think, to... To go a certain way, you know, Absolutely. because your body changes very quickly again, very quickly. So, because your body is just gonna be like a sponge as well, draw everything. And it's interesting what you're saying about the binging, and you can go both ways. Like, I can only just talk, I mean, it's such a big topic even to talk about the binging because mm. I have in my, I'm an emotional eater sometimes. Mm-hmm. And actually, I have to say, this sport. And this journey throughout this prep has taught me how to control my emotional eating oh, that's um, really interesting. habits. It's really, really mm. interesting. This and I, it can go down the other way, but I have found such respect for myself and my body that wow, I can't do that. Mm. I had moments, I'd say, I had moments throughout prep, I had moments after prep as well, mm. where I've been binging, where I haven't been feeling good. And it, same there, when you're binging, you you kind of, um, you don't have a control. You, you feel like you're not even full mm-hmm. until, because you're eating quick as well. Yeah. So your hormones doesn't have a chance to send signals, I'm full. I'm full. <laughs> so all of a sudden you feel sick. Yeah. And there comes the guilt. Yeah. So I have to say the first things that I've been telling myself when that has hit me is compassion. Okay. So everything starts with compassion. I need compassion for myself and not beat myself up. It's okay. I did that. I have compassion for myself there. Mm-hmm. And then also ask myself, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, what, yes. what, happen- what happened there? With compassion, what yeah, happened yeah. there? Um, and you can still talk yourself through it. And I have found techniques that kind of work for me um, with uh, more of uh, uh, affirmations mm-hmm. uh, every day and, and um, meditation and I try to create a healthy habits with things mm-hmm. because it is hard. And I'm sure like for me being an emotional eater, um, when things, stressful situations happen to me, might come in the future, but now I feel I have tools to handle it better. Mm. So no, that's good. That's good. That's what I mean. There's so much that 
comes with it even from before to, to afterwards. But how would you say you dealt with um, the weight gain? Um, because obviously, let's just remember that it's a good thing <laughs> after show to think, gain weight. But I how think, did you do with it? I've been pretty good with it in the sense that I know that... I think that comes from me working as a personal trainer as well. Mm. I know that a scale is very misleading. Mm-hmm. This day, scale doesn't necessarily have a reflection of your physique or how mm-hmm. you look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was more troubling for me was the fact that I... I was just binging and eating too much. Yeah. And they kind of related then to, oh, I'm gaining too quickly. Yeah. So I think the it was more about the the actual weight gain was fine. It was more seeing my body putting on so much water retention yeah. that I was, so even though I know, I was like, oh, it's a fat. I know it's not fat, but it was more the physical changes to see clothes fitting differently oh gosh yeah that's a massive one yeah because <laughs> for me I put on weight quite quick I put on quite a lot but that is because I've decided obviously to go through a different category and to grow but um at first I didn't it didn't bother me because I had a really good support network anyway so at first I wasn't bothered and then it's kind of when um <laughs> it went up by quite a lot that I then started to feel different like you said the yeah. clothes <clears throat> Some clothes were fitting me oddly again, whereas it went from not fitting me to kind of fitting me to that kind of in-between and feeling a bit uncomfortable because I had this massive shift in my body. Mm. So for me, yeah, then it took me about a good two weeks. I was a bit like, mm, I don't really like what's going on here. Um, and then I kind of settled again and now I'm fine. But um, which is actually quite recent things. We've not been out prep that long, to be fair. So, so yeah, again, it was a bit of a, a shock. But it was, it's, for me, also, I look at it, I look back and I kind of just say... It's pretty fascinating the way the body changes and develops like so quickly and like just how it's not supposed to be in that lean, lean, the leanest of lean You're not supposed states. to be there, it's not healthy. So, um, you know, to see your body kind of go soak up everything and be like, this is how you're supposed to be like, well, okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's a bit of a For shot. health reasons, you, we, we had to put on as well but it's kind of interesting that we, we're going from so lean and I almost made excuse now when I've been oh, yeah, get, I've, I've been getting compliments from <laughs> from people and friends like how I'm oh, looking look now. now they're like look good. Not, not even that just saying like wow your your back is so sculpted or you you're so muscular and, and how lean you are I'm like and then I say no you should have seen me four weeks ago and instead of taking that compliment thank you I'm like I'm almost criticizing my yeah. It. I'm justifying yeah, it. Yeah, I did which, exactly which the same. Which is wild. I did um, exactly the same thing. And clients are like, "Oh, it's nice to see you have a bit more energy," or "Oh, it's nice as oh you're looking good." Whatever. I'm like, "Oh yeah, well, you should have seen me four weeks ago." Yeah. And it's like, well, actually, <laughs> we do still look, you know, healthy. We, so it's it's good. We, we look uh, phenomenal still. But it's just interesting what you see, uh, what you said about like that just proves what you, what you can achieve. Because mm. now I was looking back at my stage pictures the other day and I was like actually I'm inspired by myself there if I've been taking putting my food that once and the first prep I think it's probably the hardest because you don't know what you're going to put yourself through but every prep is probably going to be different mm-hmm. but I know for a fact I've done it before so why could I not do it again exactly uh, amazing so I think yeah just to finish off um it's so much to talk about here, yeah. and I think like we're gonna need another episode almost to go through a lot of things in uh, more detail. What well, I suppose uh, one thing I want to ask you is, what were your thoughts 
the day you like the, or the show day when you woke up in the morning like what, what I was, was like the first thing you kind of said to yourself like, I was just so excited and actually yeah. funny enough I, I wanted, face I wanted to FaceTime you yeah, we did actually. and <laughs> I remember I was in bed and I was just so full of excitement mm. and just the entire procedure you go through like I can just I'm feeling butterflies in myself now but I remember yeah. I called you and it was just like fuck we like, I look good I can't yeah, wait yeah. to get up on that Same. stage and yeah. show 12 months prep what that looks like yes. for me for me uh, I woke up and I, I just think I woke up being like I feel good yes. <laughs> like, that was my thoughts because obviously by that point feeling like, good yeah by that feeling point <laughs> by that point it was like we'd ready to eat yeah. a bit more carbs and um, I think actually it was I feel good and I'm going to have a coffee because I did no caffeine the day before which was absolutely crazy yeah. oh, that's something else we will have to go into another time <laughs> but, but I remember waking up being I feel good and I'm going to have a coffee those are like my thoughts Show day. I love that. I love that. But yeah, and yeah, I, I was just saying, like, I want to say to everyone, thank you for listening. We yeah, have, we have yeah. so much more to talk about because I feel like I, the more we talk about, it, the more I feel like there's to do, so to discover and to cover, say. Yeah. It's such an exciting sport. Um, and it's, it's a thrill, so, yeah. yes, and even uh, Alia mentioned that she's actually changing category. Mm. I think that's something we really need to speak about oh, and yes. what different categories are. Definitely. But for today, yeah, thanks guys. Thank for you so much for listening. 